Salutations, extraordinaires. Wherever you are right now listening to this podcast or watching on YouTube, I send you all my love and my heartfelt thanks and my gratitude for sharing your time with me. I know it's valuable. I really am so grateful that you are here. I mean, it makes all those nights I spend yelling at my iMac while I'm faffing about trying to figure out aspect ratios and how to transcode media and what the fuck is a bit rate anyway. <laughs> I mean, old dog, new tricks. Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> but you really do make it uh, all worthwhile just by being here. So thank you. I feel that gratitude right here in my heart. Feeling gratitude is such a special feeling, right? <sighs> I would like to think that particularly now, all of us could ask ourselves what we're grateful for and hopefully come up with a pretty decent list of the essential things, if not some wonderful things, on the checklist. Like, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that I've recovered from COVID. I'm grateful to have a job again, finally. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for the food on the table, my two great dogs, a roof over our heads. I'm grateful for my mum and my dad and my sister and my Aussie family who have stayed well and healthy throughout all this COVID kerfuffle. I mean, I do know how lucky I am and I do know that I keep saying the word grateful because today's episode is all about gratitude. Da, 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 da. Gratitude. I love this topic. In my opinion, I think a gratitude practice is just about as important as taking your vitamins or your medications. It's a pill. It's free. It's got potency and there's scientific experiments that prove pretty well that it works well. I mean, we just we have to do something to, to shield ourselves and be able to keep some of this heaviness that's going on in the world at bay. There's so much pain, so much suffering. There's been devastating fires, shootings, violence, all the, the loneliness that's going on, the isolation, the uncertainty. It takes work to choose to believe that all is going to be well someday. So maybe we could all use a free happiness potion, like a little gratitude to pump up the jam on our positivity, right? So we can create more magic in our lives, be more kind and forgiving to ourselves, and then be kind to others. So important. So are you ready to get an attitude of gratitude today, folks? Fantastic. I didn't even wait for your answer. I just know we're going to do that and you're going to love it. So let me introduce to you my very special guest today. Her name is Asal Dean. She is a crusader in the art of gratitude. She's a gratitude coach and she's the creator of the Gratitude Grams. She has a beautiful story to share and a few golden exercises, tools for you to upskill your gratitude and she's here to share all that with you today. So please welcome Asal Dean. <laughs> Who doesn't love applause? I love it. Sweet. Hi, Asal. Hi. How are you? I'm doing awesome. You How are you? You walked in the door like you are awesome on plus plus. Mm, Is that you. how you get around normally? You know, it's when I get to hang out with people and especially right now yeah. when I have the opportunity to be one one on one with someone, yes. it just I feel elevated it's and I treat. feel connected. Yeah. <laughs> it really is a treat because mm. one of the things with this pandemic is I've realized how I took so much of my free time wow, for granted and what I could do with it. Yep. And um, I have to be mindful of like walking out with a mask 
and yeah. um, I can't hug people. I don't like that at all. And, um, you me. know, it's just, just little things like that. So when I do have an opportunity to be face-to-face -face at a distance with someone, <laughs> I, I, I take it all in. <laughs> it's a, such a novelty to have someone sitting in this room. Like it's only just started to be possible. Mm. You know, I've been doing all these Zoom mm -hmm. calls and it's uh, so awful to try and edit with a Zoom. It's just the worst. <laughs> so I'm just happy that I can, you know, sit across from you and see your pretty face. May I say your hair looks amazing. Thank you very much. It's a new do. <laughs> I, I, re I really believe that when you, when people get haircuts, oh. it's like, what's happening or what's been happening on the inside is now showing up on the outside and you're like Agreed. ready to own something new. Yeah. And that's what I did with my hair. I love that. Thank you. Because you and I had been talking. We, we don't know each other. Mm -hmm. This is the first time I've ever sat opposite you. And we, yeah. we, we met through a recommendation of a friend who said, you have to meet my extraordinaire, uh, a sardine. So it was really great to be put in touch with you. But we've been talking about uh, you know, how great it would be to, to do it today yeah. after your hair appointment because I was supposed to have mine too. <laughs> and what's funny is that I would have showed up with the exact same haircut but blonde <laughs> because I'm going short as well. Well, maybe another time we can meet up again <laughs> and do it and just hang out with short hair. <laughs> like salt and pepper. <laughs> yes. You are the yin to my yang. Oh, yeah. Talk of my language. <laughs> You're so talking my language in every way, really. I want to hear your story. Okay. Before I even get on to how amazing okay. I think it's the the um, evolution of you has been. You know, you're in the oncology ward, right? You're a clinical pharmacist. Correct. Where did it Thank all you. start for you? Well, it all started, to be completely honest, it started my second or third week of pharmacy school. And I learned about the role of what a oncology pharmacist does. And what that is, is a pharmacist specializes in working with patients who are battling cancer and they are responsible for checking, potentially sometimes making and adjusting chemotherapy medications and working closely with nursing staff, physicians, and everybody else who's part of that care team yeah. to help this and support this person in fighting for life. Intense from like morning to night. Yeah. Every day is intense. Yeah. But when I went to the hospital, I was like, this is what I want to do. Oh, yeah. So uh, literally, I I walked out of class and I just whis whispered to myself, I was like, I'm going to be an oncology pharmacist and I want to work at this hospital system. I want to work for this hospital system and I'm going to do two years of residency and it's going to happen. And fast forward six years from that moment, I landed my dream job. Uh -huh. at one of the top hospital systems in the West Coast. Wow. And I was so excited to be at this oncology clinic because mm. I, as a pharmacist, I had the opportunity to work face-to-face -face with patients who were receiving chemotherapy treatment. So mm. for those of you who don't know what an oncology clinic looks like, mm. it's pretty much a hybrid between a doctor's office and a hospital setting. Okay. Patients come into the clinic, they're seen by the doctor, they're assessed, they get their labs done, and if everything looks good and all the boxes are checked off, then the patient is safe to receive chemotherapy. Oh. And so at that point, they sit in, in an infusion seat. It's kind of like a lazy boy chair. Yeah and they receive chemo. And chemotherapy is given to you in an IV line, either in your arm or your chest, 
uh, for the most part. And the treatments can be as short as an hour or as long as eight to 10 hours, oh depending on what you're getting. And so as an oncology pharmacist, one of my roles was to support patients in managing their nausea, vomiting, and any other side effects that- that would be happening as it's going on? Not necessarily. Sometimes okay. it happens afterwards. So yeah. we do what's called follow-up, okay. and I would follow up with them like, how was last week? Or how was your experience when you last received treatment? What can we do to prevent that and to make you feel more comfortable? So you're just tweaking the whole time. Pretty much. And then also I would make recommendations to physicians like, hey, I noticed that this patient's having the side effect. You just might want to have it on your radar for mm. next treatment. Yeah. Or if a patient needed support in picking up medications, whatever it was, um, the, the tasks even for me, it expanded to right before I parted from the patient, I would I would simply ask, is there anything else I can do to make you feel more comfortable? Mm -hmm. And I, I remember one patient, she was like, can you get me a blanket? And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. So I went and I grabbed her a warm blanket and I put it on her and she just held my, she asked me, she's like, can I hold your hand? Cause you know, they're sick and you have to <sighs> make sure that they are safe. And I held her hand and she was like, thank you for making me feel at home right now because oh. I'm, like I'm scared and I'm uncomfortable. And is it her first session? Um, to be honest, I don't remember. Yeah. But what I can tell you is, yes, when people receive their first treatment, a lot of them come in scared because they don't know what's going to happen. I and would be terrified. Yeah. A lot of us, most people don't know what chemotherapy does to you. No. Most people don't know the experience. It's very new and it's unfortunate and it's, I it's, don't know why I thought it was like some MRI machine. Uh, well, that, the, so there is what's called like a slide-in thing. That's well, there. That's um, that's for your scans. Okay. So that you do go through a series of scans depending on what type of cancer you have to right. assess if, um, if the cancer is progressing or where the cancer is showing up in your body. But that doesn't have to do with treatment. There is what's called radiation therapy. Yeah, okay. That's a specific machine. And not all cancers um, are right. affiliated, like the treatment is affiliated with radiation therapy, but there are some that um, that do require that as well. For my role as a pharmacist, I was only working with IV medications or oral chemotherapy. Is there a, I mean, I'm fascinated by yeah. this. Is there a lot of different uh, tinctures like different medications that you could give for different Treatment. kinds of cancer? cancer? Yeah. Okay. There's what's called first line therapy, second line therapy, there's third line therapy, sometimes there's fourth line ter therapy. Has that got to do with the stages of cancer or uh, the actual types? Uh, it's actually so, that's an interesting question. So okay. there, let's say you like you have breast cancer, okay? Yeah. Then there is first, second, third, fourth, and then like last line therapy or clinical trials, for example. Okay. And these, um, when when the lines of therapy are based on clinical trials and the outcomes and what studies have shown and the outcomes that, that clinicians are looking at is overall survival or progression-free survival, mm. for example. Yeah. And let's say a patient comes in, they present and they have stage one cancer. Because you have stage one, the staging also determines, are you going to get chemotherapy or not? Are you going to get surgery or not? Right. It's a really complex approach to receiving care yeah. for westernized medicine. I know that a lot of people turn to alternative medicine and it's not yeah. chemotherapy. Yeah. 
Um, some we have some, a lot of cancer in our family. There's all different kinds. So. Yeah, uh, my when I was in pharmacy school, actually, my mother got my mother had colon cancer. Oh, jeez. So I I was on the other side as a patient with my mom. Wow. And I saw what the um, what the nursing staff was doing, and I actually met a pharmacist um, at my mom's clinic. She was at Cedar Sinai receiving treatment, and. I asked her, I said, what do I need to do to, to do your job? And she's like, you got to do two years of residency. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Oh, this, so you, so did, I you was were with really your mom before you even started on your journey of going into oncology? Um, yeah. Well, yes and no, because I, I had started pharmacy school. And then after my first year, that fall, my, so my second year, that fall, my mom was diagnosed. Oof. She had surgery and then she started treatment right. um, around that time. Yes. And since then, my life has really been impacted because yeah. I, I'm all about it. And I, I'm all about it in a way where I've experienced almost losing a parent. Yeah. And when I was in residency, I actually lost my grandfather to a gastrointestinal cancer as well. Sorry. It's okay. Um, and it Mine really, too. <laughs> yeah. And my nana. Yeah. yeah. And my uh, uncle. A lot of people are impacted. My dad made it. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's, uh, it's very humbling. Yes. To see what treatments are out there to prolong life. And at the same time, um, when you realize, like, some people have to just, like, take a step back and say, like, enough is enough. And I've experienced that, too, with my family members. Yeah, it's time to just go home and live your life, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I ask myself that, I wonder. Because you have to think about it when there's so much in the family, like what are you going to do? And if, if that day comes, touch uh, which all I hope, the wood in the room. <laughs> which, I, which I hope it never does. I hope it never does, but cancer, good God, the other C word that we have. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting because it's your – The concept of – yeah, the concept of cancer is that your body is out of control and it's, and you're receiving chemo to fight off your cancer cells. It's yeah. like this seesaw effect. And how I explain it to patients is like you're going to give yourself enough drug to kill the cancer cells yeah. and hope that and, – and you're fighting to overcome the the challenges that come with chemo. But at the end, if you like focus at the – Focus on the light at the end of the tunnel. Like mm. you're gonna, you're gonna make it. You're gonna just, you're gonna, you're gonna be good. <sighs> That's a tough one, though, isn't it? It is because there are some people who are too sick to get to that point, and that's where gratitude comes in. Exactly. And so, going back to my your original question of like how this all started with my journey of gratitude, I landed the dream job and. Um, I found myself feeling unhappy. I mean, it's not a happy place. It sounds like <laughs> it's just heartbreaking. Well, this is the thing. When you have purpose and you know that you're helping people. Of course. Yes. It's, that's the driving factor. Yeah. So it wasn't the environment. Yeah. And it wasn't the work. I just had this idea in my mind that, oh, now that I landed my dream job, I'm going to be like this happy-go-lucky girl and I'm going to live in L.A. and drive a cute car and walk around with my puppy and, you know, just like <laughs> yeah. live in my best life. Sure. And that wasn't the case. Got it. And I every day I'd go to work and I'm like, 
I worked so hard to get this job and why am I not feeling fulfilled and why am I not happy? Mm -hmm. And so I'm actually very grateful for a mentor of mine. Mm -hmm. She was a coach and she encouraged me to start writing my moments of gratitude every night before going to bed. Mm -hmm. She said, I think, I think you need to just take a step back and incorporate Mm -hmm. this and it's going to support you and help you. You had never done anything like that before? Not that I, I'd never had a consistent practice. I mean, I was grateful. And a lot of people, you tap into this mindset of gratitude when either there's a big loss or a big celebration. For example, you are getting married. You're like, I'm so grateful. Like my family is here to celebrate with me, for example. Yeah. But on a day-to-day, no, I didn't have a consistent practice. Sure. So I started. Every night I took two minutes, two minutes, and I turned on a candle mm-hmm. and I started writing. Mm-hmm. And it was so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't come up with more than like five yeah. five points to be grateful for. Yeah, it is quite difficult when you first start, isn't it? Yeah. To write. And when you're in that state of just, you're stuck. I was stuck. Mm. But I was, I don't want to say I was desperate, but I was determined. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to experience what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. And so I stuck with it. And after about three months, um, initially I, I was writing about, I was repeating myself. Yeah, sure. So then I was like, okay, I need to. Scratching with my, for topic. <laughs> right. So then I, I, I challenged myself. I, I, I tend to do that. And I, I was like. Okay, Achiever. Go- yeah. <laughs> Much. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> um, I I was like, okay, I'm going to find a new thing to be grateful for every day. Yeah. And this game that I started playing with myself uh, every morning, I noticed, I was like, okay, well, what can I look for to be grateful for today? Because yeah. if I've looked for that, mm. then my, che- my gratitude checklist is done. Yeah. And... So about three months into that, that's when I realized that majority of my moments were about my patients. Oh, that's beautiful. And I realized that they were my biggest and they are still my biggest life teachers. And what I took away from the practices, I, I would reflect on what I was writing and it was about the, the general concept. The theme was them extending their gratitude to me mm-hmm. and observing them extending their gratitude to others mm-hmm. at the clinic. Yeah, even when they had seemingly, in some people's eyes, so little to be grateful for. And also when you are so weak yeah. and you can really do nothing and it's Ugh. people giving to you and taking care of you, uh, Yeah, what you have is a thank you. Yeah, And that thank you is a tool that is incredibly powerful mm-hmm. and We all have it and Mm -hmm. we all can use it. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful way to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And I just started listening for that. Mm. And the more I listened and the more I was personally impacted by their thank yous, Mm -hmm. the more I was like, wow, we don't need to get sick to be in this state. Yeah. Because a lot of them taught me that. They were like, well, sometimes I feel like, that is the core seed of sickness sometimes. What do you, you mean? You know, the dis-ease. I mean, I'm certainly not, i am just come from like a, you know, I'm more spiritual. I, I don't even know how to spell medicine. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> okay. So you might disagree. 
But the feeling of like the dis-ease, I mean, I, I have found examples mm. in my friends and sometimes in my family, but like friends and extended kind of experiences of people who have had things like cancer. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the cancer occurs in the part of their body that is a challenge for them. Mm. Like if they're, they haven't spoken their truth and they're, you know, desperate to like, you know, scream at this injustice that has been done to them, there's like Hodgkin's lymphoma, you know, you get mm. a cancer at the throat, throat. Mm. you know, and some, you know, men have been like emasculated and mistreated and, you know, mistreated by dad and whatnot, and that's prostate cancer. Mm. You know, it's like it's there's a strange correlation that I seem to have been collecting where I feel like, huh, this feeling of like fighting and not being grateful could be why disease occurs. I can I can see where you're coming at with that. Yeah. At the same time, I also believe that cancer, yes, there are, people have what are called genetic, like you're genetically predisposed. Totally. Okay, so that is a, yeah. your risk is higher. Yeah. With cancer, I think it's also like, you just don't take care of yourself. Yeah. And then it just shows up. Mm. And so I, I was driving one day and I we I actually had lost a family member to uh, brain aneurysm and that was just oh. it like really threw me off and I was listening to this um, that's sudden right it's yeah that's also yeah it's very sudden geez. and so I, it was it was a month of just like being in a funk and I was listening to this inspirational book and all of a sudden I just had a source of inspiration where I was mm. like I'm gonna take it on mm. to create something to encourage people to extend and share their gratitude with others. Mm -hmm. And I also want to create this movement where people don't have to realize how awesome life is despite our challenges. We all have mm. stuff that's going on all the time. Internal and external. Absolutely. But at the same time, we also have a choice to focus for just, even if it's a second mm -hmm. to think like, well, what can I be grateful for? And like, I'm, I have, I have, I'm lucky to experience life right now. Mm -hmm. yes. And so I wanted to take that on with gratitude. Mm -hmm. And that's when I, I, anonymous, I anonymously created this concept called the gratitude gram. I love it. Talk to us about so, that. So um, these are tokens of appreciation. Uh -huh. Oh, I love that. You just gave me a token of your appreciation. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you how it works. So okay. I had gone to a coffee shop coffee commissary in Burbank actually oh yeah that was a commissary right here I oh love yeah and I took um paper and pen and scissors and for three and a half hours I cut 75 small little gratitude grams and I wrote on them mm -hmm. I wrote gratitude gram and I wrote thank you and I was like okay I'm gonna this is gonna be a social experiment for myself I love that and I was like, okay, this is how it's going to work. I'm going to write to someone that I'm grateful so I'm gonna practice this with you do it Shall I write one to you as well? Okay. So for those of you um, who are only listening, what Asal has just handed me is like a, a, a three by two little um, tan piece of cardboard. And she's got gratitude gram written on one side, trademark. Well done, proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you on the other side, hashtag the gratitude grams and thegratitudegrams.com and a lovely blank space 
So you can write and hand it like a little immediate flower of your amazing in the moment. Yeah. And if you're running late and you don't have time to write anything, you can just say, hey, I just wanted to say thank you. I'm so grateful for you because it already says thank you on there. Thank you. For example, one time I was rushing at the grocery store. I love that. And I literally spilled a whole packet of blueberries and I was running late and I was like, oh my gosh. And the woman was like, don't even worry about it. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, you're good. I just pulled a couple of gratitude grams and I was like, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for being so understanding. And I just ran out. And so, but how it works and is- And I bet she was there going, She's like, what is that? happy to clean up your mess, lady. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, it's so fun because people, like they get their surprise. They're like, what are you giving me? Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? And it's just a simple piece of paper that's the size of my palm. I love that. And uh, how it works is on the thank you side, you write what you're grateful for. Yeah. And then you give that person a second blank one. So uh-huh. then they have to the pass it on to pay it forward. Hello. So this is my gratitude to you. I love that. Thank you. That's you're genius. Welcome. And you obviously sell these so you can. I do. Thank you for being present with me oh that's beautiful i love this thank you anything that is tangible Mm -hmm. right because we say thank you and i love you all the time and it never really lands sometimes you just you're in a shit mood and you can't hear it or it's like Mm -hmm. you don't believe it whatever it is but i i'm a very visual person so it works it works a treat for me you know but something tangible that someone hands you i mean it always just like lands right in my heart Mm -hmm. i'm like Makes such a difference. Yeah, and it's, you know, the way I designed it, it's so simple that I didn't, it's the message and the experience behind it that makes it so powerful. Yeah. And it's so neat. Like I have, I've I've randomly met people that I've like given gratitude grams and they're like, oh, someone gave this to me and it's in my wallet and they just pull their wallet out. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool that it's like actually... People are u- utilizing these to share their appreciation and their gratitude with others. There is a, I mean, uh, there's a couple of people who I really, this is now my new addition to this mm-hmm. list of things that I love. Yeah. There's a woman uh, who does these stickers, like oh. silver iridescent stickers. And okay. it just says, you are beautiful. Oh, I've and seen that. Yeah, right? Yes. You can just go to youarebeautiful.com, I think, and she'll send you a bunch. And you just hand them out or like stick them on some, I mean, I wouldn't stick it on someone's car or their computer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just hand them out. And there's another, if you can see behind you, it says there is overwhelming evidence that things are going to work out. Oh, yeah. There's this book. God, I wish I knew what the name of it was right now, but I'll, I'll try and remember to put it into, okay. the, into the YouTube okay. uh, comments. But it's this beautiful book of, of cards, like, you know, letter size mm-hmm. cards, just with a slew of these remarkably catchy and delightful sayings on it yeah. where you can just go, never forget how extraordinary you are. There's overwhelming evidence that things are going to work out. There's another one on my door that says, what if this is the sign you've been waiting for? So it's these beautiful, really inspiring things that you can just stick on someone's, under someone's windscreen wiper, you know, just change their day and their, probably their entire week or year if you're in 2020. Um, And I just think that's beautiful that we're, that now you're doing this too, because they're one of my favorite things. Thank you. And you know, it's, it's, it's a tool to really support people in being in practicing their vulnerability. Explain I, that to me. Because I've I experience it myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I get shy and I'm like, oh, I, I'm the creator of this, but I, I uh-huh. I'm human too, and I'm 
nervous to give someone my gratitude. Of course. You're like, hey, I'm thinking about you. This is something that I appreciate about you. I think you have nice hair. Just like drop it on the on yeah. the table on the way out. Yeah, it's, it's creepy. Like, you know, but it's you know, but or like thank you for just you know smiling at me. Of course, and it's and it's with random people exactly because I think that all the time. We don't. We all think that at the time we're at a coffee shop or something, and you go, "Oh, your kicks are really cool," or "Yeah, I love the way that you just patted that dog," or "Or how nice like the- you held the door for me." Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yes. and. I have to say, and mm. I'm confident to say this, every time I've given somebody a gratitude gram, it's always been well-received. If God duh, Like, yeah. people are a little confused at first, like, what is this? And I'm like, I just want to share my gratitude to you. Thank you. And you don't want anything back from me? Yeah, scramble, yeah. scramble, scramble. Yeah. And I'm like, no, because the, the whole idea is... What is it, a flyer to sell me your <laughs> yoga class? Go away. <laughs> it's just, I just want to say thanks. So, so um, and I also believe that there's two two things I want to share. Yes. The first is when you give your gratitude to someone, mm-hmm. you are spreading your light and your good energy. Of course. And it's like a domino effect. So what would the world look like mm-hmm. if we practice this every day with one another? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be in person with a gratitude gram. It could be a text message like, hey, I'm thinking of you. I just wanted to say I'm grateful that you're my friend. Or, hey, um, as my coworker, like, thanks for just getting along with me. Mm-hmm. Or your parent or your sibling, like, thank you for being family. Even though we argue sometimes, like, mm-hmm. I can always count on you. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Um, showing acknowledgement and extending your gratitude, I feel like that domino effect just, like, makes the world a well, warmer the loving. Like, when you say that, I have a feeling. Mm. And I know in my body what it feels like when someone says something so lovely that I go warm Mm. or when I am able to extend my gratitude to someone and I see that it's landed for them that I get the same warm feeling yeah it's and they say that when you give Mm. as the as as someone who is sharing um the the benefits are even that much more than receiving being in service is like the greatest gift in the world yes and the second thing I wanted to share is that gratitude is a universal language exactly So music, Mm -hmm. numbers, gratitude, we all can relate to that. Mm, Dancing. Dancing, yeah, simply like putting your hands and just bowing forward, for example. Absolutely. Or saying thank you or merci or gracias. I don't know, whatever. And we all know what that feels like. Yeah, it's a thank you is a thank you. And that's that's a form of gratitude. I love that. Mm -hmm. I really like that a lot. Mm-hmm. But they've been trying to like in in diving down. Yeah, because we all say gratitude, but then I'm talking to you, and so just Google it. They've been trying to figure out the benefits of it. You know, for two thousand plus years, the ancient philosophers would talk about it. Yeah, you know, it's been a thing that people are trying to quantify, mm-hmm. but it seems like it's it, it doesn't want to be. Mm. You know, because it's so pure mm-hmm. and so clean and has so much potency that you know it's like that. I don't know what made me think about it, but that old Irish um, proverb where they're saying that uh, music is everywhere. It's all around you. Mm-hmm. It's in every uh, inch that surrounds your body, every okay. millimeter. And all you need to do is like pluck the string of, a, of an instrument and it's released. Oh, wow. Suddenly, I've never heard of that. Gorgeous. So it feels like that's kind of the same thing. You release that memory of what it feels like to be held 
and be seen and be heard and be appreciated and be valued and be worthy. And gratitude, I mean, we we talked a lot about sharing and that experience with another person. Yeah. Now we can dive, dive into practicing gratitude for yourself and what that practice looks like. Yeah, great. And the benefits, so going back to what you said, the benefits of gratitude, there's so many. Yeah. It improves your self-esteem, it helps with your sleep, uh-huh. confidence, um, it's a it's a way of practicing mindfulness. Studies have shown that people are happier, more mm-hmm. positive. Mm-hmm, yeah. They see possibility in their lives. There's awareness. Um, there's so there's so much with gratitude. Yeah. And I, after you know, since I've been doing this for a handful of years now, what I've learned is that everyone has their own gratitude practice, and there's no right or wrong way of doing it. Got it. You got to just figure out what really works for you yeah. to get you into that state. Because when you're in that state of gratitude, you're just in it. So, for example, if you're having a tough day, you're, yeah. if you're having a shitty day. We yeah. all we all have shitty. I have shitty days. I'm sure you have shitty days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. OK. So when you're having that a shitty day, uh, we all also have the tool to take a moment and pause. Yes. Take a deep breath. There's always an other, isn't there? There's a like the slide, the sliding door. You got a choice. Yeah, you got a choice, right? And even in that in that moment though, where, where you're frustrated, because I I practice this. I I still I'm human. I do yeah, this yeah. too. I just think I'm like, okay, I'm having a really tough day. What can I be grateful for right now? Yeah. Just right now, like give me a like I'm gonna give myself twenty seconds. Yep. To reset my mind. Yeah. And I'm like. Okay, I'm going to go back to the day. Yeah. But I can get into that state of gratitude. And that's where my work comes into place, yeah. where I get people to become more familiar with the tool of practicing gratitude so they can incorporate it on a day to day basis versus when shit hits the va- fan yeah. or when you're having a really great day. Yeah, yeah. Because people tend to, I at least from what I've heard, mm-hmm practice gratitude or be aware of it when you're at polar sides versus like meeting in the middle. You have to train yourself to access it in the immediate when it's impossible at the moment. Yeah, or on a day or on a day to day, like getting getting into a consistent practice of whether it's in the morning, in the afternoon or at night before you go to bed. Yeah, I do. I do. Well, if you're sitting at home, right, or yeah. sitting somewhere where you can get a pen and paper, we're going to go through an exercise. So okay. This is a good time to say, go and get a pen and paper and keep it handy. And, um, you know, while you do that, uh, I mean, a couple of ideas that I know that I always use, obviously writing. Yes. Writing in the, mor- in the morning I have always found better yes. for me. Yes. If I can make that work because mm-hmm. my mind is so open, you mm-hmm. know, before I even speak. There's a, a first 90 exercise that I know we've spoken about on the podcast before, like keeping the first 90 minutes. I know it sounds like it's impossible, but just get up a little bit earlier, you know, but to do some <laughs> writing, it just sets. It's like it's like you set the channel and it can't be changed. Mm. For the rest of the day, you're like, dude, man, I'm, I'm on channel three and whatever that two is that you're bringing, mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's, it's, it's not my vibe. It's been so, so beautiful. Also a stone, I like crystals. Okay. So, and I know a, a couple of other friends of mine have laid these practice like a touchstone. Okay. You know, 
just to have it on you and to touch it whenever you touch it, say something you're grateful for. Oh, it's yes. like coins yes. in a pocket. You yes. Know? So yes. Just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a practice to remind yourself. Absolutely. I've heard of that. And the other one is Abraham Hicks. You know Abraham mm -hmm. Hicks? Oh, my God. <laughs> so I love her or him or whatever they are. <laughs> but, you know, walking down the street, uh -huh. I do this all the time now. Um, you're my favorite flower. Mm. You're my favorite tree. Oh, you're my favorite squirrel. Mm. I mean, how many times do I say favorite now going on a walk? And it's just... I always say this is my favorite song. <laughs> you totally. I love music. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> oh, well, that's the feeling. Yeah, it's like uh, my friends, they, they know me. They're like, every song is your favorite song. I'm like, course, I know, but yeah. it makes you feel so good. <laughs> and it resonates with me. True. So, so what I'm hearing is your gratitude practice, there's variability. You write. Yes. You are practicing mindfulness throughout the day. Yes. And then you also sometimes, it's a physical object that yes. that supports you in reminding yourself like okay what can i be grateful for in this moment but i suffer from an inconsistency that's okay yeah. there's no wronging right so that's something that when i coach people or I, when i lead events I, I i have to remind people that there's no right or wrong way of practicing gratitude yeah uh, acknowledge yourself that you're taking a moment to tap into it yes and the more you do it the more you're going to benefit from it yes and the, yeah, so there are different ways. Writing is one of them. Uh -huh. Another is talking about it. Share with someone like, hey, yeah. you know what? Today I'm grateful for X, Y, and Z. I, and I've heard a lot of couples doing this yes. before they go to bed, yes. whether it's about their day or expressing their gratitude to one another. And how, what does that look like? Because I think that we could use that right about now. People are living in each other's pockets. Maybe your gratitude to your child or your yeah. grandma who you're living with or something. Yeah, so... What's the... What's the you know, what's the Mad Lib? Oh, okay. So how, what I, I'm going to practice it with you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I want to say that I'm really grateful for your warm, loving energy tonight. Uh, yeah, that feels good. That's nice. Yeah. And then you can say back to me whatever you want, or yeah. I could say three things in a row, mm -hmm. for example. I'm also really grateful for your smile, because when I see you smile, I smile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And another thing I'm really grateful for is that you brought me a cup of water. Ah, nice. Thank you for caring for me. Yeah, totally. It makes such a difference mm -hmm. just to hear those things be said, and they they do often go unsaid, don't they? And it's a pleasant surprise when people share their gratitude and appreciation to one another, because mm -hmm. um, you don't know what's going to come out of my mouth, and I don't know what's going to come yeah. out of yours. Yeah, it's always a surprise, and it's, isn't and it? And it's interesting with like married couples. Like I'm not married right now, but I've heard yeah. couples who are really successful, they share their gratitude about one another. Look, if he says to me, oh, thank you for getting me a napkin, it seems like the dumbest thing. Or or, or, or when he does that for me, it seems like the, the most inane, you know, unimportant thing. Mm -hmm. But there's something about recognizing the – the details mm. of caring mm. mm -hmm. and when you say it out loud oh it just puffs you up yeah it, it, i don't think there's there could be enough said about the value even the observation in the person who is the observer you know observing all the ways that this person loves you mm -hmm. is huge huge because you know you forget yeah and that's where we we all are yeah. responsible for forgetting. Yeah. It's human. Yeah, totally. And 
gratitude, practicing it is a way of being mindful. Yeah, mindful. Yeah. And so uh, so with this practice... Have um, we got our pens and paper? Is it pen and paper time? Yeah, we okay, could try great. it. Um, is that where we were at? Yeah, we could do this. I'm, okay. I'm flowing with you. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, it's all about having fun, right? I'm grateful to you for flowing with me. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so let's try this. Um, do you need uh, a pen? I would be grateful to have a pen. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Okay. What are we doing? So typically, um, if you don't have a gratitude practice in place, mm -hmm. what I recommend is that you get yourself a timer mm. and put it on for two minutes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's and good. and it d also depends on at what point of day you're practicing. Oh yeah. Whether it's in the morning, in the afternoon, or in the evening. Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll break it down for you. In the morning. Break it down. You can, it's like, what are you going to focus on? Mm -hmm. Or what were you grateful for the night before? Yeah. Or what are you just grateful for generally or whatever comes to mind? You're waking your mind up. Yes. In the afternoon, it can be about, honestly, the, again, there's no right or wrong way of practicing gratitude. Sure. But These are just nice guidelines to begin right, a practice. Right. In, in the afternoon, it's a nice break. Like, what am I grateful for? Oh, between for, things. Between so you can things. clear your mind between one and set it up for the right. next one. Like, I like that. What was I grateful for for, the, for whatever happened up until this point today? That one and a half hour Zoom call. What were you grateful about? <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, you know what? The beauty of Zoom, a lot of people don't have to, like, dress up to go to work. Yeah. You just I, be at the comfort of Pants schmance. Right? Um, or, for example, in, if you're practicing during the day, like, I'm grateful for looking forward to having a really delicious meal for dinner. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Nice okay. and simple. Or I'm grateful for the fact that I didn't have to drive. I, I actually drove today, but there was a lot of traffic. Mm -hmm. You know, you become present to what's going on in your life. And it's a cacophony. Like, every, everywhere you look, everything you do, everything you say is like, Filled with gratitude. Right. Nothing is passing you by. Life does not go. It's smelling the roses on a second-by-second second right. basis. It's, yeah, it's really like you. If, if you are consistent with it, you, at least from my personal experience, you start appreciating the little things in life. I mean, it looks like it's working for her. I mean, she walked in like she'd just like she was in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but I will say I'm, I'm like every other human. I have my down days too. Sure, sure, sure. You yeah. know, it's, it's one of those things that, um, but when I'm in my element mm -hmm. and I'm in that state of gratitude, oh, it's just it's such you a good coach thing. people. This is what you do. Yeah. I am still a pharmacist. Yes. I don't primarily work with cancer patients at the moment. Got Sometimes it. I'll dabble in if they, need to pick my brain uh, regarding a chemotherapy treatment plan or a dose adjustment or if an oncologist has a question. Wow. I'm you like... consult because you're that big brained. <laughs> I just, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy that work, that line of work. Of course. Um, so, but as of right now, I am part of an awesome team of people where we support outlying clinics in, oh, great. in Southern California with refills and medication management. So you're still Florence Nightingaling. Yes. You're just moonlighting as a gratitude coach and changing people's lives on the side. On the side, okay, right. Okay. And it's a great balance for me right now. Great. Um, Essentially, like my eight to five is yeah. pharmacy. Yeah. And then the minute I clock out, I'm like into this other world. I mean, I, I do take a break for myself. Yeah. 
It's all about, you know, self-care. I have to make yeah. sure my cup is full so I can give to others. Yeah. And um, I'm in the space of coaching and creating events. Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoy that. And it really started with gratitude grams. And then I led an event with a group of women yeah. for a nonprofit. And it was so impactful. Yeah. And they were asking for more events that yeah. I just started creating these gratitude circles at my house. And you did a TED talk. I did. So after the events, my 2019 goal was to do a TED talk. And January 11th, 2020, I did my first TED talk yes. sharing my story. <laughs> yeah, totally. And um, thank you. And... <laughs> And really, that that was to get people to realize that we all have this tool in our pocket mm -hmm. that we can access at any given time of day. Sure. And I'm not saying that I live a happy-go-lucky life all the time. No one's accusing you of that, Asal. Right. Well, this is oh, so. The reason why I bring sorry. this up is because I got a lot of scrutiny. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, that's okay. Why? Because people are like, "How can you always be grateful?" How are you always so positive? That's just mm. not normal. Wow. And I I, ha I, did a lot of self-reflection on that. But that's not true. Um, what is do you that mean? Just, that's just what they see. They think that that must be it. Well, so yes and no. I don't know what they're thinking. Like I don't control their thoughts. Yeah. But I took on what they said because we have two ears to listen. Yeah. Right? And what I realized is that gratitude doesn't necessarily mean you're always positive. Yeah. It's a tool. Um, I can be feeling really down. You could be can grateful be for pain too. You could be grateful. Yeah. You know why? Because if you don't have pain receptors on your body, you can burn yourself. Right. Versus like touching a hot cup of water, straightening your hair or True. whatever. Yeah. Um, or heartbreak. Like when exactly. you're feeling heartbreak, if you reflect back, when you're looking at the person that you're like absolutely in love with, yeah. like all of that was so worth this. Yeah, exactly. This moment right. and this person in my life right now. Yeah. Yeah. To be grateful for that pain is the lesson. So I, I totally hear that. It's not about being grateful or like, oh my God, this life is amazing. Yeah. It's some... not about that. It's the art or the skill of being able to go, oh, I can't see straight right now. Mm. Let's inhale, exhale. And try and flip the switch, right? Let's yes, reframe. You got it, right? You totally got it. Yeah, and it's that, and it's a choice. Yes, and you have to make the choice to try. <laughs> and sometimes, like all, I sometimes I, I try to practice, and I'm like, <sighs> I'm so frustrated right now, yep. but I'm gonna be a little bit more patient and give myself another minute to patience. do it. Patience, mm -hmm. no wronging yourself no wronging. about like, because a lot of times people people say like. I feel guilty that I have nothing else to write about. And I tell people, I'm like, look, it's just practicing that muscle in your brain. Practice the muscle. Yeah. And be patient with yourself. And the, and the Try points, and get rid of guilty. Yeah. The points and the ideas will come to you. It yeah. will show up. Yeah. Another thing is, um, going back to the list writing, so... Writing your moments of gratitude at night, it's yeah. a great way of reflecting mm -hmm. about everything that's gone in your gone on throughout your day, your week, your month, your life, mm -hmm. the people you've come into contact with, whatnot. Right, okay. Um, and then um, in addition to that, so when you get stuck, because mm. that's very common, 
for some some people, not all, mm-hmm. but for the individuals that I've worked with, especially if it's early on in their journey of like really creating a gratitude practice for themselves. What I like to recommend is like, let's say you write down three things. Uh, for example, someone writes like, I'm grateful for this pen. Mm-hmm. Um, then I, I encourage individuals to look at the pen and then write three things about the pen. Yeah, right. So I'm deeper, deeper. Mm-hmm, the more you dig deep, mm-hmm. there's gratitude is being in a state of abundance. Yes. And there's always more. So, for yes. example, I'm really grateful that this pen has this jelly jelly mm-hmm. area on it so it doesn't hurt my finger and i'm and i'm really grateful that it's the color black mm. because when i write on the white paper that mm. it like really sh- my words show up and mm. my thoughts it's because of this pen that my thoughts can be put on paper and i have a clearer mind yes and i'm really also grateful for this pen because i count on it for working until the mm. ink runs out it's mm. it's not a it's a it's a great pen i feel like you just chew on life Instead of just like swallowing it real quick, you just like, you know, 50 chews on the one moment. So life just gets really full. Suddenly you go, whoa, I did so many things today. And they were amazing. Yeah. That's cool. I like that a lot. I like Mm -hmm. that a lot. So we can practice. You want to try something? Yes, please. Okay. So get your pens and paper ready, boys and girls. Yeah. So this is uh, something else I've learned is that when I introduce a general question to an audience, Mm you guys are going to give me a general response back typically. So for example, I ask people like, what are you grateful for about your life? Very common answers. My family, my job, my pet and a hobby. Yes. That's what I typically, or a favorite food. Yeah. So we're going to get a little bit more specific. So you guys can really just explore like what practicing gratitude looks like in a different avenue. Yeah. Love it. Pick a topic. I want you to pick a topic and then I'm going to guide you. Pick a topic, um, uh, creativity. Okay. So I want you to take 20 seconds and I can time you. Okay. We're going to start with 20 seconds or 30 seconds, if that's okay. 30 seconds. We're going to do this for two minutes, okay? And I want you to think about what are you grateful for when you give yourself time to be creative? And that includes. Is this is this a good question for everyone who's watching? I wonder should I should I choose something that's more available to an audience? Do you think? Sure, let's do something let's tangible. Do let's do something. Yeah, Tan- yeah. So that someone, uh, so that I'm kind of speaking on um, your proxy. Why don't we? Do, I have a good idea. Okay, okay, if you're open to it, I'm open to all of it. Why don't we do nature? Okay. Okay, so I want you to think about your day today. Okay. Whether you've been in the house or outside the house, and I want you to take 30 seconds and write all the things that you are grateful for about nature. Oh my God, are you kidding? I could write, I can, I can. Okay, I'm gonna give you 30 seconds. Ready? Okay, yeah. Go, nature. And while I write, we're just gonna play a little, a little, a little thinking music for you guys. <laughs> And and nature can be like, what does nature give you? How does nature make you feel? What is it about nature that you are grateful for? Nature is animals, it's trees, it's your environment. And am I writing descriptive sentences or just like a bullet point list of all the things that I loved? That's a great question. 
uh, you can write it any way you'd like. Because oh, remember, no there's no right or wrong way of practicing. She's good, guys. She's good. <laughs> I typically like to do bullet points. Uh-huh. Uh, we're past 30 seconds, but I'm going to talk a little more because it seems like you're having a really, you're having a ball with I this. I love nature. Yeah. So some people, um, what I've seen is people will just write one word. Some people like to write sentences. Uh-huh. Some people do paragraphs in my at my events. I've, you know, just observing people. So again, there's no right or wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, nature's a good topic. It's uh, it's pretty expansive. So tell me, especially now, right? Because we've been we really have been locked in. If you live in America, you'll know what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, California with the fires uh, and yeah, the yeah. dirty air. Yeah, we can't be out. Yep. Okay. So okay, are you open to sharing with me what you wrote? Ready, Miss Dean? Yes. Okay. So before you share, yeah, I also want to say something about sharing. Mm. Sharing is a very powerful tool. Mm-hmm. The beauty of sharing is, and, and my in-person events, which haven't happened in months because of all that's going on, but I, I do, I do, I, I've gotten creative, but the, the beauty of sharing is that you are a source of inspiration to me and I'm an, I am a source of inspiration to you because yes. the thoughts that I have about what I'm grateful for, they may not necessarily cross your mind yeah. and the thoughts that you have may not necessarily cross mine. Mm-hmm. So when I share, I bring that awareness to the table for you. Yes, of course. And you do Opens the same. up another door, doesn't it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, please share with me. And then we're going to explore a little bit more of like how you can dive even deeper into your gratitude practice. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, let's do it. So nature's a good one for me. Okay. Um, because right outside our window, um, we feed the hummingbirds and the squirrels every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they, there's a little family that come in. I know one's got a broken leg, so we've been trying to help him like figure stuff out. There's a new baby with this new family, like with two like half-sized squirrels. So they've been okay. around for a while, but they're just starting to come around. We're feeding them in different places okay. so they don't get chased away by the big guy who okay. comes in. Uh-huh. There's hummingbirds. I mean, I think they're the same hummingbirds that actually bred from eggs in our backyard here. Oh, okay. I have a yoga studio in the back. It's called Hummingbird Lane for all Are these reasons. Are you serious? I want to do yoga one day. Yeah. I mean, we, we, when the, when the world is normal. I'm so down. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> um, and then we went to, oh, and there's all the, these beautiful flowers. I've, mm. We've been, was a massive construction zone that's happening next door. So we needed things to really make us happy within view. So I couldn't see this monolith being built and hacked away a hundred year old orange tree. Long story, but it Ooh. broke my heart. Yeah, really bad. Um, but anyway, so you're grateful for the flowers. I'm grateful for the flowers. Okay, and well. I watch them open and bloom and fall, and a new one comes. Mm-hmm. And then today we went to the park with our dogs, mm-hmm. and uh, we hand fed the squirrels at the park Ooh. with peanuts. Um, okay. Those were kind of my highlights of my the highlights of my day. Oh, we had a really lovely look at a, a leaf. My husband and I found this interesting leaf and just stood there for a while like weirdos, mm-hmm. <laughs> admiring the the interesting veins in a leaf and mm. talking about it like like we had smoked a joint, mm-hmm. which we had not. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just really one with the leaf. We were really one with the leaf and then we laughed at ourselves. We okay. Were, okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to okay. see here, folks. <laughs> so, so with, is this your list? That's my list for today. This is beautiful. This is a great list. So now I'm going to ask you a few more questions. Okay. One thing I noticed about your first two points Uh. of the squirrels with the hummingbirds and creating like a family and also the flowers, Uh um, you tied it into the cycle of life. 
Because oh, with, with the, squ- the new babies, mm-hmm. you did you, you mentioned that about the hummingbirds, and then you also talked about the flowers like dying, blooming, and yes. coming. And so, what I'm hearing is that you are grateful for having the opportunity to observe totally cycle of life. Oh, uh, that hit me right in the heart. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So with good observation. Yeah. So the the moments that you spend with the squirrels and the hummingbirds. Oh. Tell me, what is it about them that you are grateful for? You put them on your list, but how do they make you feel? What do they What do they give to you? What How do they contribute to your day? I'm getting to know their personalities. Mm, I so. get to like like figure out who they are and how they behave, and watch the different ways they you know are shy or interact with each other or get more brave. Uh, how we've, that's the squirrels. Mm-hmm. Um, and we built a ramp and all this stuff, uh, you know, and that one with the broken leg just breaks my heart. I'm trying to figure out, you know, what, what to do about him, her, sorry. And the hummingbirds, like we keep kind of tweaking the, the feeder. Okay. We figured out a way to kind of separate it away from right in our kitchen window. So it was hanging further away. And then my husband put this little piece of wire on it. So now it's a it's a perch for they, the hummingbirds. They, they would just like zoom by as they do and like drink and go away, go on. Now they stay there. They're oh. all day just sitting in the window. And I go hummer, and they kind of turn their head and look, and uh, they just sit there and preen. And there's like three of them uh-huh. that fight for this because my the the nectar's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's legit. Okay. And please, on a note on hummingbird feeders, if you have a hummingbird feeder, you must clean them very, very well at least once a week. I've if heard they got, get sick. They die. Oh. They're, the hummingbird feeders get this uh, mold that lives inside the, the tube where they put their proboscis. I'm assuming that that's, that's wow, what it's Wow, you are very called. committed to <laughs> I love hummingbirds. <laughs> Fiercely. And so you have to pull apart every single piece, get like one of those um, plastic recyclable straw um, brush oh, cleaners, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, yeah. where you shut yeah. it down. Yeah. Get whatever you can to make sure there is no black mold, no um, funky uh, gunk. No, no gunk at all okay. because it's awful. They're, I mean, Google it and get scared, but their tongues swell and they die. Oh. It's oh. really bad. So, and I see a lot of really filthy hummingbird feeders. I'm like that woman walking around going, "Excuse me, um, you care." <laughs> so, so with your sharing, what I what I heard is that you've created community with them. Yes, They're like your extended little family. Yes, and it's also Aww. like an opportunity for you to give every day. You're feeding them. You're taking care of them. Mm. It's you are connecting to nature. Yes, and there's that connection. I like that. Um, yeah, you're right about that. I would have more in a heartbeat. So what about flowers? What is it about flowers that you're grateful for? Uh, well, I'm certainly noticing the cycle of life with the hibiscus because mm-hmm. I can't keep the damn things alive. Mm. They'll open up like, you know, and then like, the next morning because they, they close with the sun, with the sunset and then the next morning the bloody thing doesn't open and by okay. the afternoon it's fallen and I get very sad. Okay. Um, <laughs> And just color. I don't mean to laugh. I, I know, just, of course. Okay. It's uh, it's just breaks my heart. No, um, but I think that I I love color. I love plants, mm. mm-hmm. and um, I with the construction I really needed color. So we've color. got this 
um, cr- crawling, creeping vine mm-hmm. that was like prolific in the summer, just like taking over, okay. trying to block everything okay. with these brilliant red flowers. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I like flowers because I need color in my you life. You need color. I mean, look, so, yeah. So, okay, so now we're going to talk about color. Uh-huh. Tell me about your experience of viewing life with color and what if color was stripped away from you? Ooh, oh, yeah. I do think about that sometimes. So that's another topic. Like, do you see how from the flowers we went into, you're talking about color because mm-hmm. the flowers make your life colorful. Uh-huh. And then you can then focus on, well, what are you grateful for about color? Right. And then hmm. the colors, for example, tell me about a color that you really appreciate that you're grateful for. What's your favorite color? Uh, it's a toss up between um, royal purple which oh, is I love t- it. I actually love purple. It's I mean I think it's always been my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I really love yellow. Okay. So we're going to talk about the color yellow. I like green and I like orange and I like red. So you I love like blue. And you like, like the rainbow. I totally okay, do. you love Okay, so so with that you really appreciate color. Uh, Tell me how does the color yellow make you feel? What comes to mind? Oh, br- just happiness. Brightens you up. It's right? happy, yeah. Yeah, it's sunshine, happy. Mm. Yeah, I love seeing yellow, like wearing yellow, like yellow cars. I think they're silly, but I love seeing them. Okay, yeah, I love the old school Mercedes. Have you seen those? Yeah. That's like what, one what of they, my dream the cars. The compressor? The yellow compressor? Like the old called? ones. I don't know. They're oh. like in, made like in the 1960s. Oh. So cute. And it's like this light yellow color. Like a lemon? Uh, yeah. Ooh, that's, uh, I don't know that. Very I'll cute. Have to have a look. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. It's not the old one with like the bat wings. Is that that? The, the That's door. a little too old. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's it's like an old school Mercedes. I don't know, but I every time I think oh, of like I a know the yellow, one you mean. it's like squi- It's like squished. Yeah, it's usually a soft top. Yeah, and it's like a squished one. Yeah, it's almost like an old Thunderbirdy looking thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I know the one. Yeah. yeah. So with yellow, it makes you feel happy. Yeah. So do you see how if you if you backtrack? Mm. And you think, like, I'm grateful for this color because Mm. this color makes me feel X, Y, and Z. Okay. Or reflecting on tonight before you go to bed, I'm grateful for the fact we talked about yellow and then we had this, like, random tangent conversation about cars and how you were smiling. Uh, Yeah. And that the color yellow caused me to smile. Mm -hmm. It resulted in me feeling good. So do you see how what I'm I'm trying to get at is that every – Every point that you write on your list can be expanded upon. Exactly. Okay. And the more specific you get, the yeah. deeper you dig in. Got it. So to- get a big bit of paper and start in the middle. <laughs> you could also, so that's where your visual, your visual skills are totally coming in. Yeah. There's some people who really like structure where they got to just list it and then front and back and then. Yeah. And See, I would get all my, my colored pens out. Oh, I yeah. I get on my colored shop. So I do have <laughs> some people that I texters, work with. Texters, if you're Australian. <laughs> texters. Um, some people that I work with, they love incorporating colorful pens. <gasps> Remember those ones with the click? The four? Yeah. I mean, four or like 18 or something done. like that. Yeah. Uh, there's like all amazing. these different colors. Yeah. So um, so that's, that's an example of writing about a specific topic. Uh-huh. And we went far past two minutes but yeah that's right something that that's how it looks and i like. felt so much joy and you had fun with it i had fun yeah i had fun it would be interesting to choose a topic that was a bit um of an edge okay so i i do i actually i've led events where um i've asked people 
and it's actually very recent. What are you grateful for about this pandemic? Yeah, right. And that's where the, a lot of it is like the silver lining yes. in this experience that we're all going through. Definitely. Um, some people say I'm grateful for the fact that I don't have to drive an hour and a half every day. Yeah. Or I'm grateful that I get to be at home with my kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm grateful that I have a safe home so I'm not yeah. exposing myself to sick people. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that even though I don't have a job right now, my window of window of opportunities is open mm -hmm. so I can create what it is or I can go after and apply to other jobs. Yeah, quit and start something new. Terrifying, uh, but I mean, when would you really get many choices, right. opportunities? Right, or I'm grateful that I now have time to just breathe and sit and read a book. I'm all about silver linings. Yeah. Um, but I, I'll, I've, you know, when you, when you Google about gratitude again they'll mm -hmm. talk about it being like a state or a trait mm. do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i i am predisposed to mm -hmm. sunny disposition mm. you know so that's a trait of mine mm -hmm. but it's in the, the more i spend time in gratitude then the more state i'm in yes right yes and it's it's consistency. Yeah. I actually wear a bracelet that says consistency and patience. <sighs> to remind myself. Nailed myself with those two <laughs> words. Jesus, get them tattooed. Because oh, I. My lips. You know, we all, we, we want this instant gratification. We live in a society of instant gratification. Oh, and yeah. sometimes you just got to be patient with yourself. Yeah. I'm very, I am an impatient woman. Same. I will be the first to admit it. Yeah. But if I'm patient and I'm consistent, mm -hmm. little by little. Well, that's the yoga practice. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, they talk about gratitude in yoga all the time. It's mm -hmm. it's one of the core principles, mm -hmm. you know, the, the gratitude for this tiniest thing. Mm -hmm. You know, the the gratitude for the way that the, the way you make your bed, the way you do anything, the way you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm. So the way that you make your bed, and one of my favorite things my teacher would say, yeah. um, the way you make your bed as if Buddha was coming to stay there that evening. Ooh, and how your whole day is set up. How your whole day is set up. But then you realize that the only person who's sleeping there is you. So you're Buddha. Mm -hmm. You live here. You treat yourself and how you keep your space and, and keep your <clears throat> your your consistency mm -hmm. with a view toward it being for the surface of the greatness of someone like Buddha, mm -hmm. but instead that's you. Yeah. Like it's, I just got goosebumps. You know, everything is different. You know, the, everything is different. The way you yeah. do everything. And, and not just about the action, but how you view everything. Exactly. Like what you... This I mean, pen, I'm viewing it as just a pen or if I'm practicing gratitude and I'm thinking about what can I be grateful for about this pen, there's a, f there's a handful of aha moments. Exactly right. So it's about also like looking and your perspective and your focus on what it is that, that mindfulness practice of being grateful. I find that interesting. You, I had an aha moment then too because I okay, feel tell like me. This, lays, this, this leads you down paths to little tiny uh, tiny windows in your own heart and your own mind mm -hmm. that you go, oh, look at that. I never knew I felt that way before. I never knew I thought that way before. I never knew I had a passion for that or, or you know, a propensity to want to even try it. Or I can't believe I never thought of this. Exactly right. <laughs> and it, 
How yeah. interesting. And, and what it's, an opportunity. Yeah, and it's going to happen for us always, all the time, because we're living and yeah. every day is a, is a new... Someone told me this years ago. He said, every day is the new beginning to your future. Oh, I love that. Every day. So you're going to... We're all going to come across events, experiences, yeah. people. Yeah. New foods. Uh-huh. Um, reoccurring things. Life. Like, whatever life is. And yeah. it's all in that, in that perspective, I think can really be tied to your mindfulness and awareness of of gratitude. And the now. Yeah. Instead of being in the future, mm. where we're just kind of blindly always separated from the thing that we're trying to get to. Like, like what's tomorrow. in front of you right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So gratitude, I feel like, is the thing that is the now. It's the present. Yeah. When you say I am, it's what is right now, not is what's coming, uh-huh. which is gr- very powerful. Yeah. And also I feel like people can use gratitude to have closure. Yes. So, yeah, for example, point. in the past, like I am so grateful for this breakup yeah. because I learned X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or I am grateful that I had ex- this experience four weeks ago. Yeah. Because it got me to where I'm at today. Yeah. Oh, boom, boom. Totally. You know? Yeah, it's a cure-all. It's actually, you don't even need all those tinctures. You can just do gratitude and pretty much solve a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's really good for your mind. Oh, it's good I for love your that. mind and how you feel. I really believe that it heals you. Yes, I'm, I feel you. It really does. And um, it's all about like sharing it and being present with people. So tell people where they can find you. Oh, okay. So um, on Instagram, I'm at Asaldeen, A-S-A-L-D-E-A-N. And I also have a website called thegratitudegrams.com where you can purchase gratitude grams if you'd like to have some in your hot little pocket. Yes. And share them with the world. I love that. Um, with the person who's serving you a nice meal at a restaurant or the barista at a coffee shop. It's a beautiful or, idea your coworker or your family member, like whoever, like you really can give these to anybody. Uh-huh. Um, and then I also, um, you guys can directly contact me through the website or mm. Instagram. And I also, um, because of what's going on with this pandemic, mm. and I really couldn't lead events, like face-to-face events, I created what's called the 22-Day Gratitude Journey. Oh, nice. Yeah, so what that is, it's a it's a 22-day journey that starts at the beginning of every month. Mm-hmm. And for 22 days, every day, I send you an email for a different topic to focus on. Oh, I love that. And write about what you're grateful for. Yeah. And I encourage the participants to write because when you're writing, your thoughts are in action and then on paper and then what you see it's gets a statement, isn't it? Right. And and also what you see, you interpret it back into your brain. So it like oh, really feed, sinks. it's a loop, feed yeah. loop. Yeah. Oh clever. And it course. like really sticks in. Yeah. So um and the intention of that work is for you to not only create or strengthen your current pra- gratitude practice, mm-hmm. but it's to expand your mind and view life through a deeper lens of gratitude, mm. introducing different topics, which then results in human connection mm. and happiness, peace within. Mm-hmm. It's a mindfulness practice. And along the 22 days, I also have Zoom calls where we where we meet up mm. and we talk about our experiences or the aha moments or even right. the, the lists that are more challenging mm. versus the other ones that are easier because the topics can be relatable or... Mm 
sometimes you may have resistance to a topic that I introduce to you. Mm -hmm. I can't share with you what the topics are, but <laughs> I really encourage you to join me because it's really cool. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, reach out. I mean, obviously, it's gratitude is free and the creation of it, you know, doesn't cost you anything. It's not a therapist. It's not a pill. Um, it's a metaphorical pill, that's for sure. But mm -hmm. it's definitely worthwhile trying because I think that well, I've had experiences where I know that it um, has a miraculous effect. It, it 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 changes the dark and brings in the light. It's uh, always beautiful. Always it's beautiful. Yeah. You are a light. Oh, I'm thank so you. grateful to you that you're you know choosing to make it your purpose in life to to share it and inspire others to you know take it on board and understand that their light is valuable to share. Their gratitude makes all the difference in the world if we just love each other and make everyone understand that they're worthy mm -hmm. and valued, I think, that um, it just would feel really good. And we would we would live in a kinder kinder world. We're trying. We're yeah. trying. We are. It's all about action. Yeah. Either you're doing it or you're not. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I. It does make my soul light up. Yes, I can see that. Like I, I, um, I really believe that this is my purpose to share this work yeah. of creating a safe space for people mm -hmm. to just give yourself some time yeah. to be grateful Aww. and and whatever you experience, you're reaping the benefits. It's for you the, to make the most of life. I think that takes another. <laughs> A saldine, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for being here. And thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful for you. You make me feel so good when I see you leave your comments or, or, or watch and just kind of appreciate what I'm doing. You make me feel like I have value and um, like I'm you know achieving something that makes me happy. So that, that means the world to me. Never forget how extraordinary you are and peace, love, health, and happiness. And I'll see you next time on Extraordinaires. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Extraordinaires. Now's the time to.